0: Number seven, media production. Welcome to the Pot of Gold podcast series where we focus on people and businesses within the mining industry with the objective to extract nuggets of wisdom and practical business advice. I'm your host, Jacques Besson. If you're keen to listen to some more SME-focused podcast series, check out Bizcrush. And if Afrikaans is your thing, check out Clipcoish, which focuses on Afrikaans SMEs. Technological development is the most powerful engine of growth in the industry today. With more than 30 years of experience in innovative information technology, your de Toy, IT manager at Exora Resources, has experienced the radical innovation of IT firsting. Throughout his career, Johannes championed IT sourcing initiatives that improve service levels and reduce operating costs year-on-year. Moreover, since safety has become a major concern in the mining industry, it's relevant to examine ways that technology can be used to create a safer mining environment as well. And the key in a fast-moving environment like mining, according to Jan, is connectivity with flexibility. Welcome, welcome in the studio. Um, nice to have you here. Thank you. Where did you drive from, by the way?
1: Currently, I'm just here in Kimpton Park. So, oh, so you're just literally, close, literally yeah.
0: down the road, yeah. down the road. So, speaking of which, or speaking of area, where where did you grow up? Give us, give us your story. What's uh, you know, what's the journey?
1: Yeah. So, uh, as a kid, my dad used to work in construction, so I travelled quite a bit. Um, but then, where did you grow up? In in in, in the East Rand. Uh, I grew up in the Waal, so the in Vereeniging van de Saddle okay. all, all those areas, so pretty much studied there in, in the Waal as well. And then, um, yeah, so started there, had a bursary, um, uh, also started my first job back in the Waal, so pretty much a volley, but um, yeah, that's pretty much where I where I came from. But my dad used to work in construction, so we did travel the east, the old Eastern Transvaal quite a bit. Um, what type of construction? What did they build? Uh, he was into um, boiler making and those kind of things. So most of the... Um, Power stations that you that we have nowadays. He was part of one or other construction company built, uh, in both, but they this. knew how to maintain it as well. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not let's not go
0: there. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. uh, it's pretty much um, erecting most of those big uh, power stations that we are becoming a, a used
0: to. Over yes. the last while. So what what uh, what did you end up studying and and uh, what was your journey from um, uh, you know after qualifying? So what did you study and, and what happened after
1: that? So um, I studied electrical engineering. Um, by qualification, I've got a, a national higher diploma. I started at the the Val University. Um, then uh, did a, did a whole lot of courses um, in the IT environment as as it happened back in the days so I had a bursary with the old E score starting in, in in that in in that era and then um, um, ended up working in a in an IT department in. Um, in the old MES days, um, started doing programming on on Fortran 77 and hierarchical databases, and those kind of things. Why? Why?
0: Uh, this might be a trick question, um, or not. It really seems that the old South Africa that we were very much, and I'm thinking dimensional data. You know, yeah. these, we we had some amazing, even Elon Musk today, right? It's like mm-hmm. there's something in the South African DNA technology wise or, or programming wise why why is that were we early
1: adopters was was i don 't think we were early adopters in terms of that I just think in terms of south africa specifically it 's um, you got exposed to to such a diverse such a diverse environment. I mean, what I wanted to say is, 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 so I ended up starting in hierarchical databases. But back in the days, you know, you start from the floor up and work your way up and that's how you built experience. So, where today there's a, there's a big, fo- in my opinion, there's a big focus that you specialize in a specific field. Back in the the days you... Jack of all trades. You were to, yeah, you, you needed to know everything about everything. And then obviously you could specialize. To you, yes. and you will get to that But I mean,
0: that, that that to me, there's no other way. No. I, I find it,
1: uh, you
0: know, if you understand the bigger picture, you can be very powerful in your little niche that
1: you focus on. Absolutely. So sometimes, and this is what I've, over, over my career, I've, I've learned that if it wasn't for certain um, aspects that I had, a, that I that I was exposed to, um, it, it would not it, well, it helped me f- to understand certain other things. Um, so yeah. So um, IT focus, by the way, what the hell is, uh, uh, what did you say, <laughs> uh, uh, hierarchical database? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> so today, we don't know about hierarchical anymore. Um, it's, it's relational databases. And then, so so you, so and it's tabular, and it's In it's in a tabular format. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you, um, you, you build relations between various things. Back in the days with hierarchical data was stacked in a certain manner, um, and you will know that the first couple of characters will have will have a header kind of information, and the next will have data, and then you will have the 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 the, the back end information that you require in order to to understand that it's the end of this string of data that you have. Um, put away and um, so it was really c- categorizing it information it was categorizing but it was categorizing in the manner of 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 digital um, the old oh, zeros ones and all those kind of yes, things yes. so and it was normally separated by commas or that kind of thing so where today you will have a relationship where we you have name um, company blah 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 all of that that would be in one string of data and you needed to know how to um, the, I think the word was uh, concatenate the, the the data out of that, and that's where the the, the hierarchical component is ca- came from. That, so no relation. You just know that that is that is the string. Yes. That of data, and in this amount of bits or bytes, you get this type of data and that kind of data, etc. Et it's literally,
0: it, it sounds like a library. It's, just, yeah. it's cataloging, you know, by, by type of Correct. book, etc. And, and Correct. that all. So, but what what was based in class back in the day? Where did that technology, uh, who developed it? Was it the, the Canadians? Or where, where, what was our benchmark
1: back then? So, back in that day, um, pretty much, uh, well, the systems that I worked on um, from a uh, from a plant perspective, was German, um, but I mean um, it was old HP technology. So that was prior the days of relational databases and those kind of things, and it was the days of four of four G languages and those kind of things. Where nowadays we have um, you know pretty much um, the HTMLs and 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 mm-hmm. and. You built technology based on on attributes and those kind of things. Where that was, what you know, that wasn't. It, so it's the era. It's just the evolution yes, of where we yes. came from. Yes.
0: But HP, so American, American, yeah. German. Yes. I would say was was the foundation of, of what Correct. you used.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So obviously, exciting stuff. I mean, this is this is the you were at the forefront then from, from from from. That's where it started. The whole technology within mining.
1: Yeah, but at, at that stage, it was quite. Te- it was te- technology was was well when I started. I mean, it was technology was six, seven, eight years old. Sure. But it's just the the tech at that point in time. And then, obviously, from that point onwards, we all know how how the world has changed and how mm. technology has changed and how it's evolved. And I mean, it's just. I I,
0: nice. I, I remember my dad was a surveyor. Um, okay. As a matter of fact, the last big project he worked on was the in, in the 90s and um, I remember I learned uh, the word GPS or the acronym from yeah. him Yeah. because they were using GPS obviously satellite mapping and what have you and, but what was so funny now that if you think of it it's on our phone, it's in our car uh, they had to get this guy and especially from Johannesburg you know, work through the night. I remember the, be- the most beautiful stars I ever saw because I was in the middle of Lesotho at 12 o'clock at night because these oaks were now positioning these GPS systems, right? It's actually so primitive if you think of it. But but at that stage, they were at the forefront of, of yeah. you know, uh, um, positioning or, or, or
1: uh, um, um, GIS technology. Absolutely. Um, I, well, I was just mentioning to the guys outside when we were talking, you know, um, uh, I mean, I'm in, in the IT business for the last 31 years, and the, the reality is, what you've seen is, is, is your things that that was there when you started off. How it it goes into a cyclical nature, and then what you've been doing just get different names, and then obviously, <laughs> but, but the principles principles stays the same. So. Technology, oh, the technology has moved on, but I mean the the principles. It stays the same uh, over the over the period I mean do you, do you think you have
0: an edge in a, on on a on a youngster today uh, born into uh, technology internet and what have you uh, it's coming back to that because you've got this bird's eye view we've you've got you've got more to, to draw from historically 31 years do you feel you guys you see things better differently or is
1: it again there's pros and cons I think there's pros and cons um to me, uh, I think the way the technology has evolved, it, it, it's become so easy for people to really get into technology without understanding the integral background of where the original stuff started off. I mean, if you if you just um, so so. But I also think that today and and and. Um, if you think about it, they say we're living in an era where the most information is available, but um, people has got the worst um, uh, uh, general knowledge because everything is on internet. Mm. You don't have to remember things. Oh. And I think you see that in the workforce today. There's certain things that they don't bother to understand because it's there. We can go and fetch it yes. when we need it. Mm. Um, we're where in the era that we grew up and got into the, it's big picture big picture yeah, you need okay. to understand it first holistically yes. and then it makes you know makes sense over the but yeah I suppose that's the way that the world has changed and how do you how do you bridge
0: that you know because again it sounds to me it's never a good thing if an individual does not or staff employees don't see the big
1: picture look I think, and I, I see it in our generation as is, is that you need to you need to play that mentorship role, and in order to teach people, because I think still today that adds value, and at the end of the day, sharing that knowledge and un- let them understand you know where this and that what, whatever is coming from, mm. let them understand that at least if they if they take it in or not take it in that's that's their prerogative but the reality is I think we have that role to fulfill to mentor um in order to unders- to understand yes yes um and, and 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 that's what i try and do with with the youngsters that i you know that i Mm Mentor and 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 share information with. So I can I can call a sample. My kids will come to me and they will tell me, Dad, have you listened to this and this and this? Yeah, it's old stuff. Uh, It's just revamped it. You know that kind of thing. And this is um, this is the kind of thing that you see in technology as well. Um, Stuff that that now becomes a norm. Yes. uh, was called something else, but it was there. Mm-hmm. It was just in a different shape and format than mm-hmm. what it is today. Yes, yes. So, um, so you got involved with IT early on. So, what was what happened next? Yeah. So, um, like I said, uh, so I was in the um, in the, in the process environment for about fourteen years. So that was the first fourteen years of my career, and then I. Um, Went into there was an opportunity within the the company, and I got into architectures and I became part of an architectural team. Um, and then with all the acquisitions and everything in the company that I that I was um, involved with, um, I um, I became part of a, a global international architectural. Team, because of the diversity of the company. I mean, at um, units in seventy countries, and I don't know how many other uh, business units. Uh, but the reality is, is then you had to think global architecture, global infrastructure, global everything. But you could draw from a, from global information, I would uh, imagine, absolutely. which is the positive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that you so that you look at global solutions for. Uh, for a company that's got uh, such a diverse uh, 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 portfolio. Um, yes.
0: And, I, and we touched on, I don't want to uh, 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 jump the gun, but it's you mentioned earlier what was, again, fascinating, and I would like to focus on that, uh, uh, you know, the difference. And, and, again, I'm stating the obvious, but the, a platinum mine versus a gold mine versus a coal mine. Uh, and so, so again, you've got a company that, that owns different types of mines but doesn't mean a mine is not a mine that's no. not created equally so and, and then you've got a mine in South Africa where you've got a labor intensive uh, uh, or, 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 or uh, trade union it's, it's difficult to so you can't just get Good. rid of your staff tomorrow but then in Canada the computer runs the show. So,
1: is that what I'm hearing? It's yeah. that. So, so, so I've been part of uh, both um, mining and um, manufacturing. So, in the manufacturing world, uh, we also uh, the company also um, had mines, um, and that was in the iron ore and and coal and dolomite environment. So, so that is a steel making process, and, and in 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 that process, which is totally different, operated where. You only buy the commodity, use it, and at the end of the day you make steel um, in the in the, in, the, in the mining sector you you obviously have the 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 typical um, conventional mining and mechanized mining um, so in the platinum industry and the gold um, depending on where the reefs are, but most of these environments is pretty much conventional so it's Blast and drill and blast and drill and all those kind of things. So it's it's a very robust environment, and um, with its own challenges. Uh, at the face and we 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 the actual production happens. Um, it is um, it's very small spaces, but like in the conventional mining environment, the reality with that is is also that um, you cannot bring production out. Immediately, you have to first, um, open up reef, uh, and then that's development. And that's normally in a, in a capex environment where you open up reef and you, you open up your resources. Mm -hmm. And then you can mine the resources in, 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 And that's pretty much the difference between coal and hard rock. The coal environment, pretty much, you open up and you mine. You mine, you just, I just wanna say, you bring the shovel and you hit the the coal.
0: With a mine, you need to (laughs) make a hole that's two kilometers deep and then you can start figuring out how to get the gold out. (laughs) Very, very layman's terms. Yeah, very layman's terms.
1: So yeah, and then, so in the coal mining, um, it's very um, mechanized. um, um, it's bigger reefs and it's um, bigger tunnels and those kind of things. And bigger so, trucks, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking and
0: those massive uh, bell bell yeah, trucks. Yeah. No, so it,
1: yeah. So it's 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 way uh, and and the tonnages and the amount of tonnages that comes out is obviously um, higher than in in terms of the the product. I'm not saying in terms of the, yeah, yeah. the material in
0: terms what, of the product. What's the most exciting type of mine? I mean, is there is there such a thing? Uh, if you we talked about you know these differences, but what is what is exciting from a uh, I guess a twenty first century standpoint, from a technology standpoint? Um, uh, again, we talk about digitizations of minds and and, and connectivity, communication. What what's what's which was exciting?
1: I think. Uh, <laughs> I think both has got its challenges, and and with the challenge by itself, uh, it creates um, excitement because it, it provides um, opportunities for for different type of technologies, and I think the different type of technologies is obviously the thing that is exciting, um, and then getting it to work in the in the robust environments, and then also looking at the different solutions that that's out there that that creates a. A digital environment. Um, Where is it the easiest to implement? If you if you can give us a,
0: even a, coming back to case studies, which type of mine that just it
1: was it's just less complicated to roll out technology. Well, well it, depend on, um, it depends on it depends on whether you what type of you know what is the end goal. What mm. is the what is. What is the value contributed to the business at the end of the, con- of the day? What is it that you want to do? Um, in Both the environments is very rugged. Um, so you need to look at technology that, that can obviously you know, sustain the, the ruggedness and all of that. Then, so, so, so if I may use an example mm-hmm. of, to make sure I understand you correctly. So
0: I've, one of my best mates works for Magato. They do this, this, the, 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 the stainless steel balls to crush rock, for example. So would that that, for example, be where you? Um, what What's the technology you're using to crush your rocks, uh, as an example?
1: So again, um, if in the veganized environment, you know, we use continuous mining. Most mm-hmm. um, the the reality at the at the point where you actually um, relieve the rock and, and, and the material, it's not a lot of technology there apart from the mechanized um, product. But what then? Allows you to, to to determine it depends on the KPIs that you want to measure. Uh, you want to measure cutting time. You want to measure the the amount of tons that's obviously being cut. Um, you want to measure your shuttle car speeds and and those kind of things. And and this technology um, that you that you install today onto these machinery that provides you that that data and technology at the end of the day. So that's where you will uh, benefit from. Um Yeah, probably that's the best example I can think about now. But um in your conventional mining, it's pretty much uh, technology needs to be away from the face because there's blasting that takes place and drilling and all those kind of things.
0: This is a practical
1: thing. Yeah, it's, it's a very it, practical it blows thing. blows up your cables. I yeah. Mean, yeah. yeah, so you can't... So, so you can't install a, a great deal of technology. So if you if you look at uh, so different areas that you would look at, uh, different application um, requirements that you would do, I think the big focus nowadays around the mind and using technology is is around. Um, Infrastructure management um, and also people management. So getting people connected um, and making sure that people are safe and that vehicles are also safe and not in the way of people or people in the way of, of vehicles, that kind of thing. That's where I see technology play a hell of a big role in the mining So not sector. necessarily productivity. To increase productivity, so it
0: almost sounds like you've got this. Because again, the value chain is, you know, it's it's like a body. You know, yeah, you you need your big toe. It's got a function. Your ear and what have you.
1: So this sounds similar, but but but. So, so in both cases, I think there is a reality where you where you look at people management and safety and those which is a big driver within the mining environment, and then also looking at uh, typical opportunities where you can increase um, uh, productivity. Pretty much in the mining at the face, those kind of thing, um, it's very limited depending on. Uh, whether it's mechanized and whether there's people involved. If it's people involved, then you want to track people movement, people, you know, everything. So where, is, what's, which mine is mo- most people-intensive type uh, of mine? Conventional mining is most people-intensive. So that's gold, as an example. Gold and platinum and those. Platinum. So it's yep. go down, a lot of people go. Yeah. have to go and drill holes. Yeah, and they work in teams and all those kind of things. So, so there's, a, there's a whole structure in terms is, of... Is,
0: is people safety... And again it's might sound like a weird question but is it is it the other fact you don't want people to die so because of the global connectivity and and bad news spreads so fast i I'm, I'm taking it's just bad for business if if one or two people die or I'm thinking of those miners in Chile that were stuck underground and what have you is that a, a big part? I mean, of course you don't want one person to die, but I'm taking it as just bad for business, or you're gonna you're gonna get shut down eventually.
1: Yeah. yeah so, so the big thing is, is obviously people are important. Um, it's valuable assets, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then, the other thing is, is, is around the regulatory uh, stuff that is um, uh, being applied into mines, and the DMR plays a big role in terms of that. Time for a
0: did you know insert. Mine Health and Safety Act section 54 stipulates that if an inspector has reason to believe that any occurrence, practice or condition at a mine may endanger the health and safety of any person, the inspector may give any instruction necessary to protect the health and safety of people at the mine. This may include that operations at the mine or part of the mine be halted, the performance of any act or practice at the mine be suspended or halted, the employer must take the necessary steps to rectify the occurrence. Practice or condition, or all affected personnel be moved to safety.
1: And then the the other thing is, is you um, you don't want to lose your mining license and those kind of things. So so, that's, know, so 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 you could, so, could. So you could lose your mining license um, and that kind of thing. I mean, if you have an injury or whatever, I mean, as section fifty four is in the order of the day. The mine will. The DMR will come in. They will look at all aspects, and and you will first have to fix whatever was wrong.
0: So now if you it, you're, now you, you they are messing with productivity, etc. Capex layout to fix it, whatever. So and, and just because this this person there was,
1: it boils down to rands and cents mm. at the end mm. of the day. So. No mining, no productivity, no work, no nothing. You know how the, yeah. how the hierarchy is stacking up. Yeah. So it's so. That's why it's very important. And I think technology plays a very big role in terms of that. For specifically, making so sure that. It it sounds again in South Africa we we, and I'm thinking
0: of agricultural sector where we put under pressure for whatever reason you know or anything for that matter you know you. Uh, put someone under pressure, they either uh, fly or die. I think nine out of 10 times we we get better South Africans. Um, So it sounds to me again that um, because we're so labor-intensive, forced in a way, and I appreciate because we've got millions of people with our jobs, so we want to be labor-intensive. But at the same time, the complexities of potential deaths and injuries increases. Absolutely. No. And then you're back to where you can lose your license, right? So Correct. Or you can close down a the mine. Then. Close down the mine. And there goes 2,000 jobs, right? Exactly. So, So there's a lot at stake from that standpoint. Absolutely. And technology, so give us, give us a, a case study because I, I want to get my head around what technology means. Define that. Give us a case study. Uh, is there a, a, a mine that stands out at this stage which is unique, different? Um, and then, you know, Give that technology a name. What have you done? Put
1: sensors on the truck tires. What? Just give us a snapshot. Yeah. So, so obviously within the the current Exaro environment, um, we have um, mainly the open pit and uh, open mines, uh, and then we have the underground mines. Your your and I will talk more towards the the. the the underground, because that's where I'm pretty much closely um, knit to. The, the 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 big thing there is, is is people tracking and the technology that we that we will utilize there. So there's a couple of technologies that's been implemented. and I'm going to give you yeah, one give me or two a few, and
0: I want to know what is people tracking.
1: What does that mean? Yeah, so look, look like. People tracking is typically so. If if a miner goes underground, he gets a a, a lamp, and um, he's got his helmet, etc., etc. And within that helmet, and within his cap lamp, they, we've got a sensor. Okay. That sensor is connected to um, whatever technology underground is that will pick up these sensors as you move past this um, technology underground. But it's also connected to uh, that same technology is connected to vehicles. And if people are walking past the vehicle in a close vicinity... So, again, the safety, that's where safety comes in. Correct. Away. The vehicle will stop or it will warn the driver of the vehicle that there is a pedestrian, that he needs to, you know... So, we've got two, tech, two type of extremes. The, the vehicle will 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 either stop or the vehicle will warn. Yes, and and this is that's why that technology is. it. We also use that in order to do shaft clearance because in certain cases uh, after a shift. We need to make sure that the same amount of people that went into the the mine comes out of and the mine. And that's where you track that, that individual. That that individual is, that, is that
0: the uh, That's one of the reasons you'll track them or what else in terms of productivity, the movement? So, so Again, is is it a uh, watch over the shoulder uh, tool? Yes. Uh, I
1: guess you can't say it out loud. You'll yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so, be so, sitting still <laughs> there for yeah, 30 minutes, yeah, right? Yeah. So that is the challenging part in the mining sector and also where you have to do and and and, and you play in the world of you of Unions, so uh, you, the technology could be used for that. Um, but it's um, the, the unions are very adamant that um, you know you don't check on on people. You rely on you know you rely on integrity and those kind of things. Yeah, so, right. So, yeah, yeah. so so we won't we won't categorize it in that sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said it. Yeah, yeah. So but you could use the technology for that as well.
0: So so and and when you start talking vehicles, so you got warning and or stop, um, does that also by default then include the productivity of the vehicle? Is that
1: two birds with one stone or is that a separate set of So of that's a separate technology. Te- Type of technology, but what you can determine in terms of uh, that specific technology, you can track where the vehicle has moved and when it's moved, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But or shouldn't have moved, shouldn't have moved. Mm-hmm. But um, we've got a different type of technology that is that is mm-hmm. measuring the throughput of the vehicles and the productivity of the vehicles and whatever KPIs we defined or KPIs we defined. Um, Depending on what the business want to measure. Um, so what what, what,
0: are, what are the if you do eighty twenty what would be the your three or four most important KPIs normally in a situation like that.
1: So typical key performance indicators that you would like to measure is the time that a continuous miner spends at the face and when it's cutting. You also want to measure your shuttle car's times because your shuttle car move pick up the product, and, and drop off the product. And um, and you also want to measure the, the, the amount of roof bolts that's been put into the roof after the... the, 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 the the, the continuous mine is cut. You know, so those are the typical kind of... Um, uh, and then you want to measure how long does it take some of these vehicles to do the full circle because that influence productivity at the end of the day. So, so very much productivity typ- and safety. Go, 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 go and hand, and hand. goes hand in hand, from hand in terms of that. So, um, so those are the type of technologies. But then there's a different type of technology where we where we do, and this is one of the key focuses around the mining environment as as well. So you need to be competent in the type of vehicle or type of tool that you use. And you need to have training in terms of that. So your competency or the, for argument's sake, we have a vehicle, it starts with a certain key. That key can only be assigned to somebody that's got, that's been that's cleared to drive it. Drive it, or, or, or done the training, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So there we have a, um, a key control kind of system underground. So the guy can't take that key out of the box. Uh, he badge, but he can't take the key out of the box because of the fact that he has not qualified or the training has expired and he needs to do wow, some Wow, so again, it's that quality assurance correct. as well. Yeah, so those are the, the main kind of technologies out there that obviously is currently being implemented and, and, and that we utilize in order to manage then, you know, the quality, people, and then productivity. Where, where does, uh, we develop?s we, we talked earlier, where we talked about HP and, and
0: the Germans, where, where is, is there a best in class at this stage as far as these
1: technologies are concerned, who, who are the f- front runners globally? And I haven't checked the latest Gardner, um, um, but I mean, it's pretty much a, a matter of these horses for courses. So there's certain technologies where certain guys are leaders and others are, are followers. And then there's other technologies where, you know, they, they just best in breed and they... they, they They are the only guys that is focusing at this point in time in terms of that technology. So currently, we are utilizing um, the Strata technology for people in tracking. Time for a
0: did you know insert. US-based Strata Worldwide is a global leader in advanced mine safety products and technologies. Strata offers a suite of IP protected solutions that support a safer, more productive mining environment and are backed by close on three decades of mining and customer support experience. The product portfolio consists of emergency refuge shelters, underground communication and monitoring networks, proximity detection systems, coal mine ventilation systems, and a range of engineered secondary roof supports. Strata's global footprint stretches from the US and Canada to
1: South Africa and Australia. It's local the technology. It's it's an international. Um, uh, the tech is built in Australia, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So, um, but let's just verify that. I'm, I'm I'm not too sure, but it's Australian product, and um, so that technology is is pretty much on the edge of, of 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 technology. But what it provides you, it provides certain capabilities. So if if you build a business case around people tracking and vehicle tracking and, 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 and or fleet tracking and all those kind of things, you could also leverage of that technology because it's got other capability in there. Wi Fi technology. Wi Fi technology within your within your, your out by areas and then your in by areas in terms of and I'm talking um mining specifically Lingo. for <laughs> for the um for, for, for the coal mines. But what it means is the areas where your waiting areas and on and, 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 and all the other production um or infrastructure is running off and then obviously the in by area is your is your face area and where you where you um where the actual production is coming from and in that area you obviously require specific technology that is intrinsic safe and those kind of things that you um, that you would um, and it needs to be tested and and, and, and signed off by the DMR so that you don't create um, any possible fires and those kind of things so different technologies so it depends to answer your question This is what's best of breed it depends on the, the the type of solution or business requirement, but there is a lot of technologies and it's a, it's a very emerging um, environment now. I think we are in an era where technology, the basic stuff, that's been taken care of. I think um, the 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 big data and the, the I or just the artificial intelligence and all those kind of things are, are technologies that's also at the f- forefront. But automating and digitalizing, um, specifically the mining sector, is a is it is, is an environment where, well, I'm very passionate about and I'm also um, very excited about because mm. there's, there's a hell of a lot of uh, new things happening out there and a hell of a lot of new technology that is emerging and that is also tested. So just again, um, you know, South Africa and specifically in the mining sector, I think we're lagging the world um, in, in, in a lot of um, the mining sector environments. Um, but then the conditions is totally different. I was going to say, it's, it's not apples with apples. Yeah.
0: What, what uh, Coming back to the technology you guys utilize, I would imagine benchmarking is, is, again, is that a given that you can benchmark the mines against one another and, and how you utilize the, the technology? Especially from a productivity standpoint, for example?
1: Yeah, I think you can. Um, uh, benchmarking is definitely a, a very good way of, of looking at it. Um, I have most certainly, um, in when I was in the platinum sector, um, we have benchmarked quite a lot against other platinum companies and environments. Um, and it's always good to see, you know, where are we tracking against each other? Um, and then, obviously, from a financial perspective, you know, where are we tracking with regards to cost? Mm-hmm. And then, thirdly, where are we tracking in terms of technology? Um, and who's implemented what? Because you could take that as learnings and implement, or better, or or, or, you, or fit for purpose. It yes. Because uh, what is a requirement today uh, in this one environment is not the same requirements. Uh, uh, one mining company will drive uh, um, technology in digital stuff and those kind of things, and the other one will drive, um, you know, sweating an asset till it fails and then replacing it. Mm. So uh, I think depends on if the.
0: It, it, if it's a smart oak running the show or not yeah, yeah.
1: well you said it not
0: me <laughs> I said it so so last question Johan is uh, you touched on something uh, in the beginning or before we I uh, pressed record connectivity with flexibility and I, I I found that fascinating unpack that for
1: us yeah. so and again we have to com- um, compare um, the, the different environments with each other so um, in a uh, in a mechanized coal mine environment, things are moving fa- fairly fast um, uh, at the face. Uh, as we cut, you move on, and, and you have to move um, material, and you have to move, um, well, if I say material, infrastructure, belts. You have to move your machines, you have to move connectivity. I mean, you need to have, um, first and foremost, you need to have void telephony. That yes. kind of communication. You have to have radios, leaky feeders, those kind of things. You have to have communication in terms of Wi-Fi or uh, fixed line um, uh, by means of copper or um, fiber into that environment. So that's where you need to have a flexible mechanism in order to provide that connectivity. Something that can move fast, uh, that can move within that robust environment without getting damaged or broke or that kind of thing. So, so that is a focus for that type of technology around there. And so, there's quite a couple of technologies around that. Um, we, so, you know, technology
0: that helps you move. Your technology. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> or te- your communication your, technology. Your communication technology. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the word. Um, so, but it needs to be flexible. You know, we in tradition, if we look at stuff above ground and those kind of things, or within areas that is pretty much um, stagnant, uh, you don't move things a lot. It works and it fails and yeah. you replace and you maintain and that kind of thing. But at, at, the, at the edge where things are moving, you need to expand all the time. Um, and I think that's the difference, and that's where you need to find that type of technology that is flexible enough to provide you connectivity at the at the face, or as close as possible to the face. Mm-hmm. And I think that is where there's a, there's a hell of a focus around that for this type of technology to provide that connectivity. Nowadays, most of these things in the mechanized mine communicates back to. An information store or a database or whatever on 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 surface, production can be seen real time. Um, your your performance um, KPIs in terms of your of your machinery can be seen real time, and and so timesheets and maintenance schedules and all those kind of things is real time. You know the things, and that's why that connectivity needs to move with with um, with the with the face or. Where the the actual production is taking place
0: yeah otherwise you you you, you you're half blind if it doesn 't correct
1: move it effectively yeah where in a in an environment where things are not moving that fast it's you require a different type of technology it 's easy the old conventional stuff would suffice. I think the only challenge there in different minds is again whether you um, uh, whether you use technology that is connected via fixed wire, or whether you use mesh and those kind of technologies, where you have to cater for the line of sight and and and, and those kind of things because we all know a mine is not straight. There's are certain areas that is fairly straight, but the others is, it's a corner here and mm. you turn in there and there's a a hole this way and that way, and, and you need to find that type of technology in terms of that. But it's easier where it's where it's fixed your challenges, is um, your challenge is always where where things are moving fast yes and so that's the that's the excitement and I, but there's quite a bit of technology nowadays out there that um, but the challenge is always the robustness of Mining is rough, and let nobody tell you that. And it's always, you know, it's let's move. And there's no, there's no place for finicky stuff. And normally, technology gets seen as finicky. But I think the challenge, and which is taken up by a lot of vendors, um, is building a robust technology Mm -hmm. that can take um, the punch to say you know so to say in order order to do that kind of thing for you
0: last last question you mentioned importance of mentoring at the beginning what's the advice you'll give a rookie today of how to ensure you choose the right
1: technology so i have to think about this one a bit because technology is always choosing the right technology is always a, a bit of a challenge just as you think you've got The right technology is in what somebody else. Yeah, who was the better salesman? Yeah, who was the better (laughs) salesman, and all of that. But the reality is, I think um, questions that I would always ask is is look at uh, look at technologies that's out there that is being used in either similar or um, environments that 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 is robust and similar to yours. So if you're looking for mining technologies or technology that is suitable for mining, make sure that there's a reference in terms of that. That's the one thing. The second thing to me is always make sure that you have a capable um, implementer or a SI or 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 a third party, ever that, that the guys has got a proper track record in terms of that technology. And then thirdly is make sure that you have capability and skill in order to maintain that technology because we all know once the sale is gone. And what happens when, when it do, that doesn't work? Yes. So you need to ma- be able to maintain it and you need to maintain it cost effective because mm. at the end of the day, we all know. The a project today costs you X. The maintenance and the lifespan of that technology over the next five or six years, that's where the costs are like. Mm, and if mm. you don't manage that correctly, and that's how you should look at technology. And obviously, technology that's fit for purpose. I mean, you can, out there, you can buy a Rolls Royce. Not everybody requires a Rolls Royce. Yeah, it's not good on
0: the, on the farm's gravel
1: road. Sometimes a Toyota's fine. Mm. And I mean, yeah, so <laughs> I think that's
0: that's uh, Johan. Thank you so much for your time. This is uh, it's it's absolutely a different world, and it's, thank you for shedding more light on it. Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast or this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends, family, and colleagues. And check out our Facebook page at Pod of Gold for what we're up to.